0: Love in every single area of our lives starts from within. To love your relationships, your job, a significant other, you have to love yourself. And if you are finding that you're struggling to make those love connections in those areas of your life, ask yourself, where am I not making the connection within? hi friends and welcome to do the damn thing i'm your host lauren larue i'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog and now i am the ceo of the larue brand a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses but don't fret this podcast is for everybody i created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together it's not just about being happy It's about healing, getting to know yourself, and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Do The Damn Thing podcast and the second podcast of 2024. I hope your new year is off to a beautiful and wonderful start. I'm so excited to be back and recording and I'm so excited for today's podcast topic because this is a topic kind of a little bit outside of my comfort zone talking about romance and love and how to supercharge your love life. We're talking about self-love, romance, and all the love in between and this isn't a topic i've talked a lot about before i think i've had one or two podcasts here and there where i've you know spoken about my own love life and personal love relationships in my life you know which can really include a lot of different things it can include the love i have for My relationship with my career and my business and it can include the love and relationships I have with friends and friendships and my parents and obviously it includes my romantic love life and the love I have for my boyfriend and all the relationships I share in between. So I thought it would be fitting, given that February is the next month, which is the month of love, which is, so happens to be, our central theme for the first month of programming for the community. So I thought I'd do an all-in-one wraparound podcast of talking a little bit more about programming for the community for February, and a very hot topic for the month of February, which is love. So... I'm excited to dive in because I think the programming we have for February is super exciting and I think it's also, I was happy that February happened to be the month we're launching programming. Obviously, the community is launching January 22nd, but for those first nine days, like I said in last week's podcast, we are pretty much just going to be onboarding, creating conversations, kind of working out any kinks that may be coming up. And then February 1st is the first day of programming, which I'm so excited to share that I will be hosting the very first piece of programming for the LaRue community while I'm in London. I'm really excited, it's gonna be so much fun. I will be in London for my boyfriend's 28th birthday. I am taking him as a birthday slash Christmas present And definitely a self-love Christmas present for myself. So I'm really excited to be hosting the first piece of programming in a really fun, exciting place. A place I've been to before, but I was a kid, so I don't remember a lot. And I think it's just going to be so much fun. And the first session I'll be hosting there is the goal-setting session. And the theme for the first one is choosing your word of the year, which if you're confused as to why would be choosing your word of the year a month in, it is because it is never too late. If you've already chosen a word and maybe that word isn't resonating, this is for you. If you have no idea what word of the year means, this is for you. If you've chosen a word or haven't chosen a word and you think this might resonate with you, this is for you. (laughs) So that's the first piece of programming which definitely correlates to self-love. But a lot of the themes I chose for lots of the pieces of programming for the month of February are centered around love. And I thought that this would be a great topic to centralize programming for for a month and ease our way into programming because love is a central theme in every single person's life. We all have love, we are all given love, and we all can continue to build our central Topic of love, which is our self love. So I thought that this would be a great podcast topic to really kind of dive into this central theme and why I chose these pieces of programming and why I think they're going to be so beneficial to growing our self love, which therefore grows the love we have for others, other things, other people, other places, etc. So without further ado of that introduction, I'm excited to talk about this because I think the first place I want to start, I think, is with myself and the love I have in my life for other people and other things. My self-love journey has, I I don't even know the word, what is the right word? My self-love journey has been wavy, it's been interesting, it's been eventful and adventurous, but most of all, it's been a journey that has grown exponentially. I, as a child, kind of understood the concept of self-love, but my worthiness wound ran pretty deep. There were a lot of reasons for this, uh, reasons that correlate to my childhood, childhood bullying, uh, school, teachers, parents, siblings, etc. There's a lot that contributed to my self-love journey as a child, but Something I remember very poignantly as a child is correlating my self-worth and my self-love to certainly what I think most people do, what to what other people think about me, how others love me. And I grew up in a very loving household. My parents love me to the ends of the earth uh, and vice versa. My parents are my soulmates. They are my favorite people in this universe, and I love nothing more than the two of them and that's always been true that will always be true and again vice versa but my childhood and the correlation i see with self-love did not happen for a really long time when i was a kid uh, and i've shared so 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 much of of my brother with you guys but this is a new new tidbit and something i sometimes feel scared sharing just in you know full honesty and full disclosure because i don't want other people's perception perceptions of him to change but this is all, you know, the truth. And I think Josh, if he were here, would agree that this is a part of our story. This is a part of our journey as siblings. So anyways, as children, Josh was three and a half years older than me. So quite a, quite a bit older than me. You know, when I'm 11 and he's 15 or 14, you know, that's a big age difference. So anyways, when we were kids, Josh dealt with a lot of mental health issues. Uh, I don't want to say issues, just dealt with a lot of mental health journeys. Josh was diagnosed with bipolar disorder at an incredibly, incredibly young age. He was the youngest diagnosis of such disorder in the state of Michigan where he received his diagnosis uh, in like 10 years. So Josh went through a lot of mental health struggles, which in turn, of course, affected our family dynamic, affected my relationship with him, and also in turn, affected the relationship I had with myself. It was a very stereotypical journey that you would see perhaps unfolding in a book or a movie. Josh was, you know, quote, the problem child, the one who had an absorbent amount of, again, not issues, but things that needed to be addressed. And in turn, a lot of the attention often went to him. And my reaction to such was to be the good one to get the good grades, not cause problems, never get in any trouble. I, you know, got good grades. I was an athlete. I did extracurriculars and I sat quietly and I did all of these things. And the reason for sharing this is because the devotion of love that I had for myself as a child was I think different to what a lot of people experience and or what a lot of people I would say would define as self-love as a child. The love I had for myself meant being quiet, meant being and going unseen. And that's not to say that I, you know, didn't get attention as a child or that Josh was actually a problem child. This is just to use the stereotypical terms and to paint this kind of picture for you guys. What I'm trying to say is that as a, as a kid, the self-love that I experienced for myself, I had never thought of as self-love. I thought of it as a way to stay quiet, stay resilient, and stay small. And as I grew up, as the family dynamic changed, as Josh grew up and became an extraordinary human being, as I grew up and, you know, developed into my own person, as my parents' relationships changed, as they separated, got divorced, etc., That definition of self-love really started to diminish. When I was 15, my parents separated. And over the course of several years, it was a very typical, I think, reaction to a parent in home kind of breaking up, a a parent relationship breaking up. I started to self-sabotage in ways that were really silent. So I was doing things that wouldn't it cause any immediate repercussions, but would definitely affect me in the long term. So I used to lie about my life a lot when I was a kid. And that to me, as of now, as an adult who no longer does those things, the emotion of self-love was becoming critically low. And the way I would try and promise myself that I loved myself was to do things that, like I said, were kind of silent killers to my personality, to my morality, to my integrity, and to things that represent a human being. So over the course of my childhood, I would say that my self-love went from kind of small to bubbling up to completely diminishing. And then, of course, I got to college and I experienced the hardest year and a half of my life, went through all of the trauma that we've talked about so many times, and then my self-love got to the most critically low point it's ever been. So all of that backstory is to say, I do not think I experienced true self-love until the day I made the decision to take back control of my life. The day I made the fight or flight decision of, am I going to fight for this life, fight for the person I want to be and love myself, or am I going to flight? And in that moment, flight did mean harm myself. I no longer wanted to live. I no longer knew how to fight, but I made the choice to fight. And that is, I think, the first decision of self-love I ever made in my entire life. And I think in those next couple months when I took back control of my life and did all of the things, started therapy again, got an EFT practitioner, got a life coach, and started to get my ducks in a row, it was the first time in my life that I understood what it meant to put myself first, love myself first, and love myself honestly. And I think it's putting those pieces together that makes me realize why I was never capable or never had the opportunity to have a romantic relationship. The relationship I'm in now, which is a year and a half in, over a year and a half, is the first romantic relationship I've ever really had in my life. I've had, you know, boyfriends here and there, but this is the first serious romantic relationship that I've had. And... I think it was my ability to recognize that the first time I actually showed my self love was when I was 22 years old. 22 years into living on this earth, into the lessons of life school, and it took me that long to realize how to love myself. All of that is to say, our journey with self-love is so evolving in the minutiae And takes such a long time to breach even the act of self-love that whatever you're feeling now, however you choose to berate yourself on a daily basis, however you choose to also love yourself on a daily basis, the encouragement I have for you of actually checking in and saying is this self-love is so, so high and so, so deep, runs so deeply that I've decided to create a whole month of programming around self-love and love so my journey of self-love is very personal and you know it feels even kind of weird to share all of that with you guys but it's something that I felt was critical to share because in all of the ways I thought I was once showing myself love maybe in the form of gift giving to myself, so giving myself a massage, you know, or obviously going to get a massage and paying for it, or, you know, practicing things like self-care, or going shopping, or buying myself a nice dinner, all kinds of acts of self-love. Those are all acts of self-love. Those are all indeed things that they say they are, right? We are practicing taking care of ourselves. We are practicing self-care. We are doing things that make us feel good, that make us feel loved within ourselves. There is a difference between acts of self-care and actually loving yourself. That difference, that line, is not blurry. It is very clear and it is very, very thick. (laughs) There is a massive difference. Acts of self-love are wonderful and I think we often need them. I think it's very important to incorporate into even your routine and into your habits, acts of self-love, whatever that looks like for you. But speaking to yourself with love, that is the other side of the line. That is the big difference. And I think it's dangerous to a point how often we are mean to ourselves and speak to ourselves with such a disdain in our tone, with such an anger, with such a violent tone of the way we look in the mirror and say we hate our bodies, or write something down, or say something silly and say, God, I'm so stupid, or maybe don't do so good on a test, or forget about a meeting and tell ourselves, I'm a fucking idiot. I think it's really, really dangerous how much and how often we speak to ourselves in such a manner. So the theme for self-love, the theme for love in general, it all comes from a place of first loving yourself and then having the space and the capacity to love everything else and everyone else in your life. Love in every single area of our lives starts from within. To love your relationships, your job, a significant other, you have to love yourself. And if you are finding that you're struggling to make those love connections in those areas of your life, ask yourself, where am I not making the connection within? Where are you not making that deep, heartfelt connection with yourself? Where can you stop speaking to yourself with such disdain, with such gross negligence of your mental health? Every time we say to ourselves, I look ugly, I'm stupid." I'm not smart, I'm whatever, X, Y, and Z, fill in the blank. Every time we say those things to ourselves, we are further reinforcing that neural pathway and that thought in our mind to be true. Which is why there is so much science and so much study behind this idea that those people that we love and even acquaintances see us so differently because the way we speak about ourselves has so has so deeply negatively and reinforced these thoughts that we completely wholeheartedly believe them to be true. So the next time you're looking in a mirror and hating your appearance, or the next time you're writing an email and don't have the words and saying, I'm such an idiot, I want you to sit there and critically think, about how deeply that thought affects you. Think about the little five-year-old version of you standing in front of you and ask yourself if you would say what you are about to say to that young child. Ask yourself if you would tell a five-year-old innocent little version of you, you're an idiot, you're so ugly. And if the answer to that is no, I would never say that, which I'm assuming every single person listening to this podcast is nodding their head yes, then why are you saying it to yourself now? Just because we're adults, grown up with grown up minds, grown up thinking, and grown up lives, does not give us the right to talk to ourselves and speak to ourselves in such a disgusting and ill manner. And when I say ourselves, I am 100,000% including myself in this conversation. Self-love, supercharging your self-love, all starts from within. It all starts by stopping. We can do as many acts of self-love as we physically and possibly can. But until we stop speaking to ourselves in a way that reinforces those negative thoughts, every act of self-love you do for yourself will not have the effect you're hoping for until you start speaking to yourself kinder until you start looking in the mirror or writing that email and saying damn I'm gorgeous damn I am so smart damn I got this reinforcing a new neural pathway is granted a lot of work it is there's no there's no skirting around it there's no secret passageway to cut to the end it's a lot of work but wouldn't you rather live this beautiful wonderful life where you truly actually love yourself and you speak kindly to yourself then speaking to yourself in a way that makes you feel small and belittled self love is a journey that is ever evolving it's ever growing it's it's something it, that bobs and weaves consistently throughout our lives we're going to have ups and we're going to have downs that's natural and that's totally normal and that's totally okay It's okay. Not every day is going to be perfect. You are going to have harder days where the thoughts just seem to be overpowering you. That's okay because we're human and that's allowed. But the harder you can work to make sure that those days become few and far between, the harder you can work to catch yourself thinking, I'm an idiot, and replace that immediately with, I love X, Y, and Z about myself. This might be hard, but I can get this. This might be a hard email to write, but I can do this. This might be a hard paper to write, but I've totally got this. The more you can catch yourself in the moment and in the act and immediately replace those thoughts, the more you can thrive. The more you will thrive in your personal relationship to the self Therefore, the more you will thrive in your romantic relationships, in your friendships, in your parental, in your colleague relationships, in every single relationship that you share with another human being. It is so, so important for us to find the capacity, find the will within us To change the way we talk to ourselves. And if you're listening to this podcast. And you're thinking I have absolutely no idea what she's talking about. I love myself. I'm a badass. And you're sitting there real confident. I absolutely 1000% love that for you. However. The time will come. Where you will catch yourself saying one of these things. We all do it. It's human nature. It's natural and it's okay. The next time you do it. Catch it say, hey Lauren, I I hear that voice you were talking about. Let me fix this. Let me rewrite it. Would you say that to your best friend? Would you say that to the five-year-old version of you sitting in front of you? Would you say that to the person you most admire on this earth? Absolutely not. If you wouldn't say it to someone else, if you wouldn't say it to your five-year-old self, why are you saying it to yourself right now? So how does self-love translate into romantic love? Self-love... In another definition is respect. It's the respect you have for yourself. It's the respect you have for your integrity, your morality, your dignity. It's the respect you have for your body, your mind, your soul. It's the respect you have for waking up every single day, putting in the work and living each day just a little bit more intentionally. Self-love is respect. It's everything about you it's everything about your personality the way you show up the way you handle situations the way you treat others and the way you interact with others when we practice actual self-love not acts of self-love but actual self-love you are in turn building your meter for success and building your meter for respect exponentially completely You are taking that meter from a 0 to 10 to a 0 to 100, then to a 1,000. You are continuously building up the respect you have, the opinion you have for yourself. And when we practice self-love, it betters our ability to see who is worthy of our love in return. Now, that might be a controversial statement, but I do not mean in the respect of, What kind of job does this person have? How much money do they have? What do they look like? I mean, an actual human being. Strip them down of things outside of their identity. Strip them down of their job, of their looks, of their money, of whatever it is. And look at them objectively. Are they kind? Are they compassionate? Are they happy? Are they joyful? Are they nice? Are they respectful? Is that someone you have love for? or do you love things about them self-love teaches us how to find the same love in return in a romantic relationship and in a friendship so when we practice deep self-love we are able to better sort of weed out the people who haven't done that practice in return and this isn't necessarily to say that We need to be dating people who have done this work, sit down therapy or EFT tapping or done the internal work to heal those parental wounds to in turn practice self-love. My boyfriend certainly hasn't done those things and that's okay. What I mean by equating self-love with respect and then therefore equating that respect to finding your significant other, what I mean by that is finding someone who at their core deeply understands what it means to love someone. This might not be someone who has practiced self love on their own. They might not know how to practice self love. I, you know, often think my boyfriend can sometimes lack in that department and I am the one to help him get there. And that's okay. Self love in in terms of a relationship doesn't necessarily mean someone who's done quote the work whatever you know that means to you it does mean someone who shows up respects you treats you with respect shows you kindness shows you compassion and shows you love those are things that in turn mean self-love if you are giving you are getting if you are giving you are receiving If my significant other is giving me those things, I am most certainly giving them back. So, how does self-love, how does romantic love, how does friendship love translate into February programming? I think it can be really hard for us to brag about ourselves. And brag is probably not even the right word. It's probably feels hard a lot of the times to self-promote, to self-love. It probably can feel really difficult. I don't know why I'm even saying probably. It does feel really difficult sometimes to talk ourselves up, talk about our achievements, talk about our success. And I've talked about this in other podcasts in other ways, right? Talking about how forgetful I am sometimes of celebrating my own hard work and my own accomplishments, my own achievements. But self-love is exactly that celebrating your own achievements celebrating who you are celebrating how you show up in this world and in this lifetime is an achievement and it should be celebrated and by doing so you are practicing actual self-love so the month of February the theme of self-love is very much centralized to this idea of self-promotion to this idea of celebrating your own success so the first piece of programming is in the breakthrough tier so in the breakthrough tier we have two monthly challenges an entrepreneurship-based challenge and a lifestyle-based challenge each one of these has been thoughtfully created to celebrate our members so the lifestyle challenge is a write a valentine challenge where you are supposed to you are challenged to pick seven people throughout the month of february that you have so much gratitude for. Now gratitude is another form of self-love. By being grateful for the things we have in our lives, by practicing gratitude, active gratitude, meaning I am grateful for, saying it out loud, writing it down, listening to affirmations, whatever it is for you. By practicing active gratitude, we are creating a whole new level of energetic vibration that invites in our manifestations, that invites in new things, new people, new opportunities, and all of this wonderful abundance. So this challenge is self-love in the form of gratitude. By practicing gratitude, you are practicing self-love. So you are being challenged to write seven valentines over the month of February and send them out. How often are you actually telling yourselves, or telling yourselves, telling your friends how grateful you are for them? I know that I don't do it enough. And this is an opportunity for me to write a letter, text a message, or email, or whatever it may be, and remind my friends of their impact. Something that I practice every year on my birthday is this wonderful little it truly is a self-love moment. Every year on my birthday, when I go out to dinner with my friends, whether it's on my actual birthday or leading up or just after, I have a birthday dinner with a bunch of friends. And something I absolutely love to do, honestly, it might be my one of my favorite traditions I've ever started in my life is after dinner, we're sitting there enjoying our drinks and I ask my friends to go around the table and share their favorite moment with me, a moment I've impacted their life. It's not what you love most about me. It's not, you know, tell me your favorite quality. It's a moment in time that they remember so deeply because it was a significant moment to our friendship. And this last year in August, when I turned, how old am I, 26, each one of my friends shared some of my favorite moments in my life with these people they talked about sometimes it's you know this was four years ago or maybe it was four weeks ago or four days ago but they're moments where my friends are describing The parts they love most about me that are actually also the parts I love most about myself. The way I show up for my friends, the way I act around them, the way I am around them, the way I support them, the way I share with them, the way I trust them. And this Valentine challenge was inspired by that idea. This self-love challenge was inspired by this idea of reminding your friends and reminding yourself why you are so grateful to have these people in your lives. So that's programming piece number one. The entrepreneurship challenge is in a similar vein of gathering testimonials. So now you've told people how much you love them. Now it's time to hear how much people love you. One of my favorite parts about wrapping up a client project is asking them for a testimonial. And it's not just like you know tell me that my work was great tell me about your time with me tell me that I I want to make sure that I was a good person to hire I want to hear that you enjoyed the onboarding process and enjoyed the the relationship we created together and enjoyed the back and forth that we had and the conversations we enjoyed and the tidbits we shared about our lives I want to hear that my clients enjoyed getting to know me as a person and getting those testimonials always puts such a smile on my face, and it makes me feel so good about what I do. It reminds me of the importance of what I do and the impact that I have. So the lifestyle challenge is about the self-love that you have for yourself by sharing your love with others. And the entrepreneurship challenge is by gaining your self-love, by, tel- by having other people tell you how much they admire you, how much they love your work, etc., So I'm so, so excited about both of those challenges, mostly because they are opposite, but so complementary. And they're both inspired by things that are really important to me in my personal life. And then we have the manifesting your dream life, which is all about self-love. What is your dream? Your dream life is a form of self-love. So we have the Intentional Living Workshop, which is in the Mastermind tier, which is our middle tier, and Manifesting Your Dream Life. It's going to be on February 22nd, so 2 I will be hosting a like kind of two method uh, sort of like quantum leaping exercise where we will do a two cup method of quantum leaping and we will practice several different forms of self-love in that meditation and in that exercise. And then the last one is my personal favorite. It's in the visionary tier, which is our highest tier. And it is our 60 minute tapping session with guest expert, who is my former EFT practitioner and dear friend and human that I just love so deeply. Valerie Green, she is going to be hosting our Inviting Love Into Your Life session. It's a 60-minute EFT tapping session, which if you don't know what EFT is, I highly encourage you, like highly, highly encourage you to go back and listen to my podcast with Valerie. Um, I'm not quite sure what it's called at the very moment, but it's something about EFT. And her and I explain everything about EFT and what you need to know. But this 60 minute tapping session is going to be so abundantly powerful because it truly will supercharge your love life. It will supercharge your self love, which will in turn invite so much love into your life. So if you're someone struggling with finding a romantic relationship or building strong female friendships or building a strong relationship with your job and loving your job, or if you are someone who is being brutally honest with yourself right now, and you're saying you're struggling with self-love, this session is absolutely for you. It is going to be a very, very powerful 60 minutes, and I'm so, so excited to be hosting it. So, that's everything I've got for you guys today. If you're interested in learning more about the community, visit the laurenlaruewebsite.com. website.com, join the community waitlist. If you join the waitlist, you will be getting exclusive first access to join the community. So, our community is launching January 22nd, which is a Monday. If you join the waitlist, you will be getting access to that community on the thursday before that's four whole days before to join in get your membership created start building conversations start building networking connections start looking at the brand partnership list get access to all of your exclusive free offerings and once the tapping session comes around you will be able to join remember that is in the visionary tier which is our highest tier so if you're interested in learning more about all of this or have no idea what i'm talking about just go visit the website read up and you'll get everything you need to know so that's everything i've got for you guys today and today it means more than anything else i do love you all so so dearly i am sending you so much love into the month of January, into the new year, and into the month of February for our February love programming. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.